and Michelle. Just a couple of critics. Opinions from people who are even in the business. Movies. Music. TV. And more. Put your flush down the toilet. Or buy it from a store. Couple of critics. 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 So we're keeping them even when they're ah. bad, right? Yes, that's the appeal. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> we want things to be bad. <laughs> no, we just pretend that we're okay with it. So when things are bad, we're just like, huh, I told you. I prefer things bad. <sighs> I have bad taste. I've been told that before. You do. You do taste bad. And I've, oh, I'm sure I do. <laughs> oh, boy. I wouldn't want to taste this at all. No, sir. Uh, talking to a man. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, sir. What's up, dude? Hi, I'm Mitchell. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Sam, and as you can tell, I'm not here with my beautiful wife, Michelle, anymore. I'm here with my beautiful boyfriend, Mitchell. I mean, uh, we don't have to put a title on it. We can just what? do the things that we do. Mitchell, is this going to be like a 90-day fiancé thing where you tell me one thing behind closed doors, but then when you're like around your friends, you're like, oh, it's not like that. But First of all, I don't have any friends here other than my dear friend, Jan Terry. She so is, just like my wife, Michelle, you enjoy Jan Terry as well. I think that every living human on this beautiful, currently gray earth should uh, enjoy and love the Janice Tereus. <laughs> Ty- Tyrese? Is that what you meant to say? I No. Janice Tyrese? No. She is a blessing to all of us. <laughs> M- I am serious. Hello. Mitchell, Mitch- Mitchell doesn't fuck around. Mitchell, might I say you have... Uh, sounds like a sinus infection. Oh, I, oh, so I sound like you have been sounding all week? What? You saying I sound sinusy and infectiony? You have been sounding so congested this well, just week. About just you got There's st- no stop this nose. There's just things sticking together up inside your head. Hey, Michelle, it sounds like you again. Uh, oh, because of the judgments <laughs> and the criticisms? That's not really what's happening at all. I'm just uh, I'm just talking about how you're, you're a stuffy boy. The weather has been weird. I don't know what it's going to be like when this comes out, but it's been... And all over the place. I think I'm still just finally oh, yeah, you out can, of the weeds on the sickness. You can kind of hear out of both ears. Yes. Even though you're congested the in the head. The ear is back, and I, it's official today. I think it's like pretty much 100% because I put the headphones on. Well, you don't usually do both ears, do you? Yeah. With earbuds? Do. With bu- earbuds? No. S- correct. So I don't couldn't really tell, but I knew I was being able to hear things a lot easier than I was before. I knew I was being able to hear <laughs> things. <laughs> but I put the headphones on today for the podcast, which I use over the ear headphones, and you use like uh, old Apple earbuds. Yeah, but they work fantastically. Oh, man. Old Apple earbuds before they switched to like USB-C, and everyone had like an Well, now it's like ear pods now, and things are unattached. Oh, they sounded so good. They fit so well. I love these. That's why I designate them for this. They work best for this. And unlike me, you can have things probably last for a while. Yeah. And be fine over Well, it also just sits in this room. 
It does. So yours don't really get futzed with either. No, no, until I accidentally like almost knock over the entire sound system before we record because it gets tangled in my foot. But they were at least safe on your head. <laughs> it's just that everything that they were connected to is what was going to hit the floor. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm a moron. I don't remember what I was saying. But no, I put the headphones on today and like everything is in the center of my head, like audibly, you know. With the left ear being down, everything sounded like it was more on my right. But now I think I'm back in the center, baby. Which means I can go listen to some of these demos I'd made for the band recently and hear how bad they've actually sounded. You're back! Yeah, keep going. You're back in both ears again! You're back! You're back in both ears again! Hey, did we tell people what the hell's going on here? Well, we said we said, "Hey, welcome. We're we're these people," and then <laughs> it pretty much just went into space. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like things to be. Bad. <laughs> oh my God! You just threw a lid across the room like a hockey puck, and Wayne Gretzky stopped it. You big Wayne Gretzky fan? No, I'm a big. I'm a big. You could have just stopped there. <laughs> All right, we're a review podcast. I'm giving this a try. We're a review podcast, and we're married and. We don't like the same things, but sometimes we do, and we give it to each other, and we talk about it into these microphones here. <laughs> the sound of your voice is so confident and manly. <laughs> yeah, it turns you on, doesn't it? <laughs> I think I'm rushing because I want to get to some taste testing going on here. Oh, you want to do this first? Yeah, I can't look at these yeah, the entire time. I've been wanting to grab one and stick yeah, it in my mouth. Exactly. So I think we should just get to it, and that's the beginning of the podcast before we dive into the music well, section. Well, let's start with this. I had no idea that the Tootsie brand yes, has... A famed Tootsie Roll. Yes, that they have Tootsie Fruit Chews, and they have... Tootsie Fruities. Fruities. F-R-O-O-T-I-E-S. And we had our late Christmas not that long ago. Sam was gifted a five or three pound bag of... It's a big old bag of fucking of, Tootsie Fruit Chews, I'll tell you that. Yes, and we, there are five flavors. And, and we are going to try each one. Um, I will say I have avoided... The blue vanilla. Yes, with, me too. Uh, my entire life. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever tasted this. I think I probably have and was disappointed that it wasn't the blue fruities because these are easily, you can easily mix these up. Like we just figured this out that these are two different things. I, I Yeah, I had no idea. So I probably had it in hopes that it was the blue flavor of fruity and was upset, but I don't remember. I've also never had the lemon fruit roll. How about you? I don't know if I have. I don't like that this cherry one, uh, it's like protruding Is out of the wrapper. Is it out? Do you need a new No, I'll just strawberry I'll, one? I'll bite from the other side. I'm not going to put the whole thing in my mouth. I've also never had the green, what's the flavor on here? Lime. And those are the... It doesn't say lime on here. It should, right under the uh, fruit juice part. It should say lime fruit roll. There it is, lime fruit roll. It was wrapped up weird. But I've had the orange. What's orange called? Is it just orange? Probably. Yeah, it's just orange. Orange fruit roll. And what's the red cherry one? Cherry? All right. So I've had those two, and I have feelings about those already. But. I think we should follow the rainbow. Okay. And start with cherry. Roy G. Biv. And okay. save the worst for last. 
<laughs> you think that's going to be vanilla? By the way, these are going to be the most chewy, smacky sounds possible. That's why you try your best to not actually no, chew when your mouth is in front of the microphone. into the microphone. I'm unwrapping the fruit. So chew. far, the cherry is like a starburst, but like with like a candle wax taste. The starburst reference is very true, but it's almost like it's trying to be pink, a pink starburst, but it doesn't have all the... uh, It has like a binder flavor. Well, like a vinyl plastic binder? Like plastic. I get that. It's probably made of plastic. You know it's got microplastics in it for sure. It's okay. It's not my favorite. It's like an imitation pink starburst. You know, you see those things, they're like, we have this at home. This is, mom, we have pink Starburst at home. I didn't get that I, meme right at all. I then. think we should set these up in our, uh, in line of least to most or most to least, whatever. So is the bottom the worst and the top's the I would say best? so. Okay, well, I'll put it right there for now as being the only one. <clears throat> all right, let's, uh, let's. Roy G. Biv. Let's try the, or- people do not care about hearing us taste things, but uh, I don't give a shit. Here we got to talk orange. about something. <laughs> Are we on? We're on orange fruit chew. Now, this is the one that I have been eating like a motherfucker. I, I feel like, like citrus is usually going to be solid. Mm, I already know it's good. I enjoy it. It almost has like a creaminess to it that I assume the fruities don't have. Yeah, everything I've seen from the fruities, it's supposed to be like more tart, more fruit flavoring. And this less, is, less wax, <laughs> less binder, as I'm, you said. I mean, I never thought of Tootsie's being um, more kind of closer to like a taffy, but I do kind of get that from these. It's more of like a taffy flavor. Which I've realized that a Starburst is closer to a taffy than I ever realized. It's just got some extra like boost in flavoring. It doesn't have that like. I don't. It doesn't have the taffy taste. Taffy taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, All right. right, we're on to yellow, right? And we're going to lemon. Roy G. Biff. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure if I've every ever. Time. I don't know if I've ever tried it. It looks like a piece of wall that was chipped off of a kitchen wall from in the '60s. Talking about that, like drab yellow. It looks like oh, a banana flavor. Well, I'm glad it's not. You don't like banana stuff. What about runts? You don't like banana runts? I like those, but... I think that's the only banana thing I like, too. Banana is another... Well, I mean, I guess they all kind of are, but... That's why I feel like citrus usually pulls it off the best, because it's going to be closer to the flavor. Versus, like, uh, purple is just a made-up flavor. Oh! (laughs) That was my cheek, like, doing a weird thing. (laughs) So far, I'm also my- like power eating taffy, and it feels really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Eat it! Shove it in your fucking mouth! Uh, my opinion so far, and I, I think didn't, it's going to be the whole time. I thought that was going to be better than it was. It's almost no flavor. It's. I think it's going to be this way the whole time, except I don't know of a lime flavor of Starburst. It just seems like Starburst to me in not a square shape and just... I think Starbursts are so much better. Oh, yeah. It's like subpar Starburst. So even comparing it to a Starburst feels wrong. The limes are what I've been eating, and I love these. Oh, it sucks. Do you not like lime-flavored stuff? I didn't even stuff? taste it yet. I just wanted to be an asshole. I feel like you. I taste it on the front. 
It has almost like a sherbet flavor. I like the lime. You do? Yeah, it's got nice full flavor. It's fantastic. It's like orange and lime are the best. I haven't been putting them in the order that I'm supposed to be. Um, Whatever, I am. Um, It's got the most flavoring to it. It's the citrus. The citrus is closer to what it is. I think, uh, yeah, the lime is going to be the top for me, no matter what the the fuck this vanilla tastes like. The lime is the top for me. (laughs) Oh, God. So here's the dreaded vanilla. I don't like the way it looks. It looks like an albino's dick. It it looks like, like dried up caulking. It doesn't look like, yeah, I should be eating it. It doesn't taste like I should be eating it either. Is it bad? Ew. No thanks. <clears throat> no thank you. That's yeah. out. Oh, that is fucking awful. We both took it out of our mouth. <laughs> I, just, I got an initial taste that was bad, but then it kind of like Ugh. dissipated and I couldn't tell. I'm going to put a little tell. bit of lime in there to make it better. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> That sucks that you like the lime because there aren't a lot. Whatever, I got plenty of orange. It's yeah, it's fine. There, it's your candy that you took. You said that you're gonna need help with it. I think I would never say such a thing. All right, so you want to rate these? Yeah, let's do it. Last place, vanilla. Vanilla is not edible. I apologize if anyone listening enjoys the vanilla fruit chews, but I was right about never wanting to try them because, and maybe I did when I was young and I just don't remember, and I was just like, no, those are garbage. Get away from me. Maybe you planted in your head to not ever do it again. For me, second to last would be the lemon. It was, but I've moved it. I'm putting cherry at the fourth. Cherry is my third, so we're right in the same boat. Lemon is my third orange and we're gonna swap it up here orange orange is my second it's my first and, and second lime is lime lime is the top the slime is the coconut we're Put really, it in your butt. so everything's still pretty relatively close yeah, it's i would pretty say close. it's just come on now don't put vanilla out there this pisses me off fruit. even more it pisses me it's not a fruit chew vanilla isn't a fruit about that but i know that i've been irritated that they the blue fruity wasn't in this blue package and why is blue the color for vanilla. Why is blue not blue? Blue should be fucking blue. Vanilla is technically brown. You know what else is technically brown? Shit. Fudge pops. Yeah, that too. And like those ice cream bars that are pretty tasty. Oh my god. Just, dilly just, bars. just a plain ice cream bar <laughs> is not appreciated for the deliciousness that it is. And I, I feel think like I may have is. talked about this before. I think it is. But just a simple ice cream bar with ice cream covered in a chocolate shell. Mwah. 15 Mwah. minutes and we've not even talked about why we're here you guys ready to get in on this uh that's usually about how long it takes for us to get into this i, I know but for some reason my eyes just went over and, and i was you were like, like oh fuck <laughs> 15 minutes of nonsense <laughs> 15 minutes of us going I, this one's okay really <laughs> tried not to do that i, I did i don't know who I know. you are i, I wasn't listening a, to I you we did just a fine job all right you want to get into what we're actually here for ladies and gentlemen most importantly, Michelle, are you ready? Uh, or Mitchell. I don't know who you are right now. I'm Michelle currently, okay, and good. I'm going to uh, finish this lime fruit chew. <laughs> please do. Please do. So the reason we are here, ladies and gentlemen, we're back to music right now. The first episode back from the big break was Drop Dead Fred. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I know we had a good time, A, watching the movie, and B, talking about that movie. 
Uh, but we're back to music. We're back to our calling at this point until we realize it's easier to talk about movies right now. We'll see what happens. There has been an, a struggle in trying to find an album to give. It took me a solid hour earlier. It might also just take you back to getting into thinking about this. Maybe you just need to get those wheels working again. But I'm also having the same fucking trouble because for me, it's just going to be like, I already said it. So like, uh, you want another Morbid Angel album? It goes like this. Well, there are t- a ton of movies that we haven't watched, so that still is open. It's just for some reason, I I didn't like the format. I, I didn't like how it felt to chronologically explain oh, a movie. When we first started? So I, I they were my least favorite episodes. Yeah, because we sucked at talking about it. And because we just kind of changed up the way that we do it, I I really enjoyed last the last episode. At least it felt good, whether you guys liked it or not. Fuck you, I don't care. Yeah, right? It's almost like we started this and didn't know what we were doing and just bought microphones. It took this long to get good at talk, uh, decent at talking about A movies. A lot of people don't know what they're doing. It's just that we did mostly m- music, so I don't think we really gave ourselves... A chance, a chance to really figure it out. It was way more sparse. <laughs> well, if it felt better than it ever did. And it was something that I wanted to kind of, uh, not avoid, but I was never real. Like I said, I wasn't excited about them. So now my, I think Maybe I feel different. Anyway. But we were starting to do that a little before. I agree. Last week. So ladies and gentlemen, you're about to get hit with an album that's possibly the most important thing that has ever come out to this date. We are listening to 1989's Dog Police by the band Dog Police today. Yes. And we'll just get this started with the very first song, which is a little song that they like to call Dog Police. So, by the way, this bass line fucking rules. I'm going to go ahead and give my like general impression of this whole song and Dog Police in general. The hooky things that they have written get stuck in my fucking head. So easy. It's so new wave. Yeah, it's very new wave. And I thought it, I so I'll say First of all, can you turn me up just a slightly bit or just turn up the music maybe? Sure. Like a smidgen. Okay. I we talked about this being kind of novelty because this is something that we saw online yeah. a while ago. Yeah. And it was just a clip and it was kind of cut up and it was supposed to be like funny. Like, look at the shit that exists. And I don't know why. it ha- you. It's always been in your head. You're why it's never gone away. Oh, yeah. It was catatonic use is what we first saw it on. And for some reason, it, it just... It's weird. The music video that they showed, it's like three dudes in dog masks. They look like McGruff, the crime dog, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're just like being dog police. I can't believe you wanted me to turn this up. I feel like I'm yelling at this. Um, you can turn it up a smidgen. Just, maybe it was just my and my headphones. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't remember what I was saying, though. But, but, oh, yeah. For some reason, it just ticks some weird thing in my head. Like, this is so fucking strange. And I'm into strange stuff. And how have I not seen this? Well, I will say for me personally, after having actually listened to this, it seems less novelty. It's just new wave guys being goofy. I agree. For me. I, when I first saw it, I thought it was like a novelty thing where they're just like, like going to capitalize on this. Yeah. I think they're just weirdos. Yeah, they are just weirdos. If you look into it, they were a band called the Tom- Tony Thomas Trio. The members are Tony Thomas, 
who plays keyboard and does vocals, Sam Shoop on bass, and Tom Leonardo, or Tom Leonardo, sorry, on drums. So these guys were like hired out jazz musicians around Memphis, but they also released their own stuff. Like they've had albums as the Tony Thomas trio. And then they just did this side thing out of nowhere called Dog Police, which is like a goof that they were in the studio. And this whole nobody knows who you are. That's... It's unrelenting sometimes. The animals have been loving me listening to this. Have they been reacting? Uh, Yeah, even earlier when this played, Wayne popped his head up. Because of all the dog barking. Maybe that's why Clem came up to me very excitedly now, because she heard dogs barking through the Maybe she loves dog police. I mean, I truly like this song. I do too. This song is catchy. This song hooks you in. That's why I thought... It gets stuck in my head. I just walk around all day going, dog police! Well, and I assume to everyone hearing this, they're like, what the fuck is this? And And you are that way when the first time you hear it. Yes. Especially the first time you see it. Watch the video. And we laughed for a while about it, but I think listening to it without having the visual kind of takes some of the silliness away, even though, again, like it is like weird and whatever, but it's, it just doesn't seem as much like I'm trying to make something that people aren't going to take serious. It's, I need to have an angle that no one else has. It's, I think it's just... The way I've done re- the way I'm reading it, it's three jazz dudes who were like, "Hey, let's do something that's just like fun in a gag." And we're like into Devo right now. We're into Zappa. There's sections on this where it mm-hmm. sounds like Zappa to me, so they're into that. Let's just be weird for some stuff, and we don't want it to be the Tony Thomas trio stuff, but let's call it Dog Police. What the fuck ever? That's a weird name. And they actually like wrote the song in studio on the fly, and the guy was just going Dog Police. And then that, where are they coming from? That's from the old Spider-Man music theme. So that, where are they coming from? Nobody knows who you are. That's about Spider-Man. It's from like the original Spider-Man cartoon. And they were like, so that's all kind of stolen to get to this dog police thing. Which is why later, when they have a a series in 1990, well, not a series, a shitty, shitty pilot that they made of dog police, they changed the lyrics because it was plagiarism off of Spider-Man. They definitely did, and it was not nearly as good. Oh, no. And it was painful to watch. It's like nine minutes long, and it has Adam Sandler and Jeremy Piven, balding Jeremy Piven. The The whole show thing is terrible because it's like they... Change the character from they're out from outer space. They change the theme song, and it's just the worst comedy you've ever seen. Even if it was for children, it's awful. It was visually awful too. There oh, were yeah. weird camera angles. It just it was not appealing. And they look like extra creepy. Mm-hmm. Like the dog police video, the music video, the masks look weird. But they're like it's also like fun nighttime. to look at. This is in the daytime. Like creepy. I'm trying to find the actual uh, dog police theme song from the show so you can hear the differences. Now, the original lyrics are, Dog police! Where are they coming from? Dog police! Nobody knows who you are! One, two, three. Arf! 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 They change it for this fucking... They make it way worse for this theme show. The <laughs> lyrics are, Dog police! They're writing every wrong. Dog police! Helping wherever you go! And they take out the fucking three extras that I love because it's like, three jazz dudes and they're like hey i know we're making weird new wave stuff here but let's add some odd timing in here 
Because it's like, don't believe. Extra, extra, extra. Arf, 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 arf. It's like a weird timing thing that only jazz dudes are like, guys who are into Zappa or guys who are into progressive stuff, they're going to want to throw that in there because like, wow, you're still goofing around. You are still going to be like, well, I am a music nerd, so I do want to put a little something in there. And they ruin it with this. Here you go. It's to play rough with you. It's terrible. Inferior. At least they kept this cool baseline part. I don't know if it's the actual dog police playing the theme either. It has definitely lost the luster. The appeal of the original song. Dog police, they're writing every wrong dog police, helping wherever you go. That is such a horrendous <laughs> set of words put together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> helping wherever you go. It doesn't roll off the... I mean, it just doesn't... It doesn't... Does it uh, rhyme? Dog police, they're writing every wrong. Dog police, helping wherever you go. No. <laughs> helping wherever you gong. That's bad. Yeah, it's terrible. It, it's... It's almost fruit chew, vanilla bad. <laughs> so there's not a lot of notes for this band. So there's going to be just a lot of us reacting to stuff. <clears throat> I can fine. basically already put my notes to the side from the things you've heard. Now, what's interesting about this band for me is like, what was this going to be? We knew Dog Police. We had heard a song that we're going to hear later called 1-800, which is kind of like what piqued the interest a little bit more. Like maybe there's something here. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea what this was going to be. You were kind of influencing me on the decision from last week because like, I also was having trouble. What the fuck am I going to do? And it's like, oh, well, Michelle brought up dog police. So I'll just use dog police. Bullseye. So I didn't know what was going to happen here. And then this next song came on and I was still like into it. I'm still intrigued at this point. And it's called Are You Middle Class Enough? Which I did not expect <laughs> any political like... Commentary going on. Social commentary. Yeah. But. Do you wear jeans? Do you feel like in your I love this fucking song. This has like a Zappa feel. It has a huge Zappa feel. And I love this. Are you middle class enough? It's so smooth. There's a fretless bass going on and he's crushing it. This Sam Shoop dude who apparently won like multiple... Best bass player awards like at competitions. What'd you find? What are you doing? I just found that I apparently have a uh, a hole in the front of my pants. Yeah. This is huge zapper right here. Like it, it feels like absolutely free kind of stuff, like early zapper. I mean, this came out in what '89. I've got, they're getting into like Joe's Garage style Zappa. What do you think about it? You seem like you're distracted by the hole in your pants. No, I'm trying to think of what it. It's the song that when he's like khaki pants. I can't remember who that makes me think of, but it is like someone else in that time frame of music. Khaki pants. It reminds me of a song, but I. 
can't remember what the song is. So no, I'm I'm stuck in that world. Um, I so the first time I listened to this album, I which I'm trying to keep a more positive, open mind about stuff instead of just writing it off from the beginning. Um, unless you're a guest, (laughs) I'm gonna try to be nicer, but uh, I uh. What is my actual opinion, I guess? I haven't really formed an opinion. I don't dislike it. I think... It's okay. I get what's happening. I think it's kind of funny. But when I li- listened to it the first time, I didn't love the album, is what I'm oh, kind of saying. Album. The first time, I was just kind of like, okay, like, I get it. It's all right. Like, nah, I don't know. Oh, there's a lot like, of stuff maybe on here I that thought doesn't I'm, need to ever be listened to again. Which I guess in some ways <laughs> I was kind of like hoping it to hit a little harder. But then on the second listen, yeah, it all hit harder for me. Okay. Um, so maybe even the ones that hit me on the first listen didn't hit you on the first listen. Like, are you middle class enough? Is this an example? I thought that this one was interesting. And it did have like that Zappa feel. So it made me also think, okay, this could be... You're intrigued going you've only in known, the right direction. You've only known dog police, and now this is hitting you, and it's completely opposite of what dog police sounds like. Yeah, so I so feel what like what the I'm, fuck's going to happen on track three? I feel like I'm going on a journey. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> you are. <laughs> sometimes when someone like pushes you into a car and says we're going here, it can feel like okay, I need to brace myself. Like <laughs> I don't know if I'm enjoying this or not, and then I think like the drive back isn't. You're the, no, you don't have to be pushed into the car. A little bit more reflective on what actually happened instead of yes, on edge of what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, just like... I just it, put a D on the end of that word. Happened. 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 I think if it's the part in your head that's all stuffed up. <sighs> stuffed up? Stuffed up? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not either. It sounds gross. Uh, but yeah, the song's okay. I like that song a lot. There's that section that I always forget about where it goes like in the middle, but it's almost like sometimes there's Zappa songs that there's sections of it that at first glance, first couple listens, I'm like, I like the other three quarters of the song a lot, but this one section is like, I could do without. Yeah. But then eventually that section, because I listen to the song enough, I'll be like, oh no, I like this now. And it's actually essential to the song because it's like trying to con- contrast this feeling really quick out of nowhere. And I think that kind of happens with are you middle class enough? I just, that, that dropping from dog, please to just like this jazz tune. We're like, well, just kind of bark down and fade out on the barks. Bark, bark, bark. Now we're jazz people. All right, let's move on to a little song called in the studio, which I'm going to tell everyone. It's a strange one. They're not strangers to the strange. And there's also songs where they're really channeling a Devo vibe a lot more than a Zappa vibe or even a jazz vibe. Example being this. This sounds like an old Devo demo. And that part. I feel like this is very inviting. This is invoking so much Italian horror movie. Really? I can see a person walking down the street and being unnerved. I feel like this is the song that made me 
sort of like even though I was like are you middle class enough like I'm not sure what direction it's going to go after this this song being next I was like okay I think this is going to be more fun yeah, it's definitely because a I think that look. this song is more fun. It it encapsulates. It's so like time stamped, I guess. It is very time stamped, and I consider it just kind of fun. A not serious, just fun song. It's not, it's not serious at all. To we are in the studio. We're yeah. recording a song. I'm literally putting myself in with these guys, and they're just like, I don't know what you want to do next. And he was like, Let's just do a song about being here. Who cares? <laughs> We're in the studio. I've got headphones on. Like, it is fucking around. It's three guys who are really good at playing their instruments and understand music back and forth because jazz guys just know music back and forth. That's why they can be like, ha I added that, that note that's not the scale and you noticed that it was like, ha 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 ha, wasn't that fun? Whereas guys like me, I'm like, it went bum, bum, bum. Like, they're just a level that's not me. So to them, we're just fucking around. We're like, hey, let's make a... I think even this is a commentary on, like, new wave songs can be about anything. Like, it's almost the same satire that Zappa has. I'm going to say Zappa a lot during this. It's almost like the same, I'm going to make fun of stuff vibe. I'm not, like, just straight making fun of it, but I am going to be like, look at me, I'm doing this. Ha, ha, ha. Same, like, smart-ass feel. Similar sensibilities. Just kind of the way that they interpret the world is similar and kind of saying things sarcastically, but not like, meh. Yes. But just kind of like... Because some people took a lot of things that Frank Zappa said to heart. Like, they they took it seriously, and they didn't pick up that a lot of it was, like, him making fun of it. Yeah. And I feel like that will get lost in it if you kind of don't realize what's going on. Because at face value, you're just like, he's just singing about titties and beer. (laughs) The sarcasm is so sarcastic, it's sometimes hard to be seen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And people like that, if you understand it, those can be some of your fucking favorite people. But it can come off real condescending real fast. And probably actually is (laughs) most of the time, but... Yeah, you're a fun guy. I'm not talking about me. I know, I was just kidding. <laughs> I can be. <laughs> poke, poke, poke. Uh, this is one of those songs, though, that I do not feel it needed to be four minutes and 23 seconds. I agree. It's too long. Because nothing, there's not enough happening musically, uh, vocally. Nothing it, there's changes. no real energy. Like, it seems like in the beginning. But I think I still, I have enjoyed Devo and XTC and stuff more. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry, as time has gone on. So I think that it's easier for me to ingest things like this and not see it as just being silly. Because I always thought Devo was just being silly when I was like a kid. Which it is, but it's also... It is, but it's not. And I guess I just... I didn't... It took being older to see that it's not. And see how it's okay to just... Be doing what you're doing, but also be silly, but not, tr- but not making yourself a novelty act, even if people see you that way. Yeah, being weird professionally. Like there's more substance <laughs> than people maybe see on the surface. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devo is one of those bands that feels artistic to me. I'm feeling that more about the B52s. I was just like Love Shack. That's silly. And then the older I get, and the more like the more stuff I hear, I'm just like, oh, like these guys. We're just like being different and weird, but and taking like 
a vibe of music that already existed and adding this weird 80s quirkiness to it and kitschiness to it. But it's not like they weren't real musicians and it's not like they weren't right. still, you know, writing interesting stuff. Right. And it's more it's it's easier for me to see it differently with these this old brain. I thought of something earlier when you said something about Devo and XTC, like it made it easier for something like this. Mm-hmm. I agree because this is almost like a jam song, but synth jam. And without me gaining a tolerance for synth sounds with Devo and XTC, I think this could have been very irritating. And I still think it's too long, but it could have been hell at one point in my life where I'm like, I don't even want to hear these sounds. Well, I almost think that that's part of it because that last song, it they go so hard in the synth world, yeah. which is part of what dates it in addition to, I mean, because they're I mean, just like the the vibes and the feeling and everything, but mm-hmm. like the actual, uh, the, the fact that everything was like robotic and that is 80s. It just sounds 80s, it, and there's no way to get away from that. It's, it's synth versus, I was just thinking this while you're talking about it, it's synth versus electronic. Electronic music still exists. These weird tones still exist, but these tones still sound like they're made out of a analog machine. Yes. That's still going like, me, moop, moop, me. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's really what I mean with the timestamp, not just like, because obviously it sounds like an 80s song. Yeah. But yeah. it's how much they lean into it sometimes, which I wonder is if that was part of it. Like, we're in the studio, so we're going to use this effects. This is 1989. They already know what super synth and super new wave shit is. It's not like this came out in 85. Well, and that's why I think it was like, we're in the studio and we're going to use as many effects as we can. It's a commentary on this whole thing. Yeah. Which is exactly what Zappa would have done. <laughs> so it's it's much more deeper God than damn, things. God dog police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are they coming from? It's Nobody funny that, that Clem gives up on us, but we always have one half of the night crew hey, in here. Half the night crew, Wayne's in the house. Wayne's a solid cat. A good kitty. All right, you want to move on to the next song? Of course. Now, this song invokes, I'm going to say it a million times this episode, it invokes Zappo to me just even the title alone. Hamburgers. That's totally a Zappo thing. I enjoy this beginning. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely a unique song. It's definitely a unique album the whole time. It's a bunch of unique brains. The accent is everything. Oh, yeah. Now this. I gladly. This has uh, taught me that gladly. Dog Police, a.k.a. the Tony Thomas Trio, were also fans of The Residents. I didn't read that, but this is The Residents 110 fucking percent. Even that voice sounds like The Residents. Just... I never, I didn't think about that, but you mentioning it, yes, absolutely. Also, don't spend your free time listening to The Residents ever. <laughs> no, but I've heard some of it, and this does totally give the weird, creepy, carnival-like, I'm not safe in this space. <laughs> it does make it's you uneasy. It's dark, there's a lot of fog. And it's three minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like Art the Clown is going to pop out and cut my head off and then eat ice cream out of it and laugh. Eat bloody ice cream. Silently laugh. Yeah, Um, but he's still having a good time. 
This is one of the tracks that, like, I understand the appeal of wanting to do this as a weirdo, and you're an artist, and you just want to, you know, as, if you're like a super artsy person, you want to be like on the fringe and like weird. It's it's very weird, and it's cool to hear once, but it doesn't pay off. It does not pay off. This is one of those ones where it made the Dog Police album like this is a slog, and. And that this is precisely why it wasn't a, hit, a big hit. I oh, think guaranteed. They went. People, people probably got this album hearing the Dog Police song. We're like, I can't wait to hear other songs like that. And then they got this, and we're like, uh, oh, these guys are just kind of fucking around what? and just doing whatever. <laughs> I bought this for my kid who saw some video on MTV, <laughs> which with I dogs still, walking around. I still think it's like serious. I don't want to say serious, but. I still I don't think they did it all, all in jest. I just think it was let's be silly and make this fun for us because this is the only I assume this is the one album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is just a let's put everything weird that we can into this and that'll just be this. And they recorded for free. The studio offered them to record this whole album for free because they heard Dog Police the song and thought it would be a hit enough. Let's just make a whole album. And they were kind of right. But it probably wasn't a hit, though, I assume. Uh, not really. I mean, it became a novelty hit. So it originally came out in 1989, but then Toxic Toast Records released it on vinyl in 2019, 30 years after its original release. And it sold out. So it eventually became a thing. I think this Dog Police cover that we have digitally on our mm-hmm. YouTube music app that we're using, I think that's a later creation thing, because it looks like like Spumco made it the guys from uh, that did Ren and Stimpy okay it looks like that it's got that real like pinup girl style of that dog in the shadow you see some teats yeah it just seems very pointy toes it's very recent like that does not look like an album cover from 1989 even though it this came out in 89 but I keep putting it further back in my head like in my head it's 1982 or 83 but it's almost 19 fucking 90 when this thing comes out. For me, it's just, it's the 80s. It sounds super 80s, so I don't, I just think of, yeah, the whole decade. Oh. But I also, I mean, if something comes out in 89, it's all inspired from everything that came in the decade before it, Absolutely. really. So it's still an absolute. cap on the decade. Yeah, it's a total product of the 80s still. Absolutely, and it's going to be still that style. Oh, the next song. Yeah, the the this is not a this song would uh, be written now sort of song. Eh. You think so? If you, I we'll talk about it. The yeah. song's called "I'm Butch." Okay. I, only if someone who's actually a homosexual, I would think. Where's the counter? This is Zappa, all the fucking way. The music. Oh yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So why don't you think it would be written today? Just because of how... And uh, I am not... I, I identify as more liberal for sure. But there's a real sense... There's a sensitivity around gender labels. Yep. So I feel like something as in your face about the, like this, with how sensitive people are to this subject... That's why I feel like it is more taboo than some other things. I agree. I agree that it wouldn't. 
this song wouldn't be written today, but I think at the time it's a commentary of telling people to get the fuck over it. No, and I, I agree, but I just think people are so. And maybe they would get it, but I just they would, and it would actually probably be a tacky music video that you would see like on a YouTube feed, and it'd get a lot of like people that either take it the wrong way or use it to their advantage in some way that it doesn't actually mean. Well, and that's also I think it would be more accepted if a younger person were doing it, but a younger person's brain wouldn't come up with something like this. Exactly. So it would be an older person doing this, which the younger people would revolt against. (laughs) So that's why I just don't think that this song would work today. But I think it's fine for the time. It makes sense. It has the fucking Valley Girl... (laughs) Vocals. Oh, yeah. And things were not as... uh, Even though that world was okay in some places, like some people were just much more open-minded in cities and things. What am I saying exactly? I don't know. (laughs) So I I just think that this would only appeal to certain kinds of people, I guess. I think most people would just be totally turned off by this. I think the... I think the way it's trying to say what it's trying to say can feel aggressive almost. You know what I mean? Like, it's trying to... In my mind, and what I read into it, it's just trying to say, like, these people exist. I'm Butch. It's just going to be this way. And she, it's just an aggressive list of things that, like, society's not used to. And it's that way of saying things that can turn a person off if you're not saying it the right way. Your message might be right, but the way you're saying it might not be, like, connecting to everyone. Whereas, like, it connects to me. I get what you're trying to say. I'm weird. I understand saying things that you don't necessarily mean or you do mean or saying things in a, in a over-the-top way to get your point across. Yeah, but people in a club in the 80s would appreciate this, but not. it wouldn't work on the radio, I guess is oh, what I'm no, trying to say no. in a roundabout way. Like, it's no. so niche. Well, I could also see an idiot person thinking it's making fun of gay people. Oh, absolutely. Or the butch, or the butch in quotation lifestyle, or at this point, you know, transgender stuff. Like, Yeah, so th- they would hear the list and almost hear it as a judgment instead of... Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, it feels too... There's just too much going on that it wouldn't work. And I don't mean that as like a, a negative thing. I'm not saying like it sucks. No. I just think it's also what... just so of the time because of where the mentality was at yeah. the time. Uh, I was going to ask you, what does that fucking keyboard line get stuck in my head? Do, 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 do. <laughs> yep, that one and the. I have had the music get stuck in my head because I think the music is the most fun of it. Except for, you know, the first song in general. The music carries a lot of these things. And lyrically, a lot of them are, I don't want to say lazy, but it's almost Dr. Seuss style sometimes where it's just like, Sis, I'm going to go to see a watch. Now I might surgery this botch. I don't know how to explain it. That was a really good job. Yeah, it was a terrible job. But it seems like he's just got like a a thesaurus in front of him. And he's not actually like saying a lot of stuff at times. In a whole, he's trying to say something, but like, even Zappa would do that sometimes where I think you're just like, you just wanted to say this one word and you needed another word to rhyme. And so Mm -hmm. now the two sentences together sort of make sense, but they don't really make sense. And it almost feels just like Dr. Susie to me. Anyway, 
We got one more song. We should take like, a break. Do you think that the thesaurus... People should listen to two and take a break. ...became anyway. extinct around the same time as the dinosaurs? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right. <laughs> How many times has that joke actually been done out in the world? Hopefully none. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Guaranteed a lot. <laughs> Next song, Positive Reinforcement. I don't remember what this song is yet. I like the fart sounds. I shit my pants again. Okay, I remember this one. Another goddamn snoozer. The music was not good enough for me on this. The only appeal that I thought of this song, because I listened to the lyrics, and it's just like him listing how much of a schlub he is. And the song's called Positive Reinforcement. So it's just like a little contrast from there. But other than that, I'm not into the tones enough. I don't like the piano tones enough. To me, it's a, um, I don't know if it's sentient or sentient. I've heard both pronunciations. It sounds like a computer that has come to life. And now without its human counterpart, it's useless. That it's absorbed human emotion, so now it's like oh, no. it deals with depression I feel and disappointment. Pain. I see data numbers and everything's rude. Oh, oh wait, I did like this part. Yeah, I enjoyed this part very much. I, I always forget every time I hear this song, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. But it's only the chorus. That's pretty low, right? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I watched these. You know the how. Statler like, Brothers? You know how, What? The Statler Brothers. No. Okay. Just continue. Waldorf? No. <laughs> Not Waldorf. Oh, yeah. The other one's first name is Statler. Yeah, Statler Brothers. Were they singers? Yeah, they're uh, like gospel. I'll look them up while you. Uh, Is it the guy that's it. really fucking low, and I've showed you videos of him? Has curly blonde hair. He's a tall dude, big dude. I watched videos for a long time of people like, that like train for low singing because you can actually lower your voice if you work on it. Yeah, Michael Jackson did that in the other direction. He trained himself to sing higher. Uh, they did the original "Flowers on the Wall." I don't know what that means. Anyway, I'd watch these low talking, or no, low talking, low singing videos. And there are dudes that are just born with a fucking low voice and they can just do it. But it would, there would be dudes that are like my register of voice, but then they'd go like and sing and it'd be like, oh. they just like know how to make this like reverberation in your throat. It's fucking wild how they do it, but of course, me being me, who gets into something real easy and real quick, I keep my general things around me that I'm still obsessed with, but there's always little tangents, like little meteorites or little moons of other interests that last for a day or two. And I was like, I'm going to train myself to sing lower. And of course, it didn't fucking happen, but for like three days, all of my YouTube videos were how to sing lower. Oh, here we go. 
That's so deep. <laughs> that part sounds so big, and it sounds almost like a Tim Burton, like Danny Elfman, like scary vibe. Some like spider monster came in to scare a child. And he's like, we don't go. I sent you that song. If you want to uh, play it after this, since the song's almost done. Okay, that's fine. Because then I know what I'm coming back in with. Okay. Because I didn't know I was, was going to go out on that and not know what to come in on. So, perfecto. I don't know who I am. So I got mixed feelings about that song. I really like the section of the way down on the ground. But other than that... I don't know that... The, I don't think the song is going to be easy to listen to for that part. No. But I do really appreciate that part. Yeah. Agreed. And I enjoy that part. 100%. Now, do you think we should listen to the next song, Happy, and go to break? Or we should come back and listen to Happy? Because that one's a little bit of a... I think we should co- go out unhappy. I think we should listen to the next one. All it's right. only two minutes and 22 seconds. Cool, let's do it. And it's a fucking weird one, dude. This is more residents coming at you. Absolutely. Like, this sounds like a commercial album by the residents. It also just sounds like a child's it sounds TV like they show. It's like a new toy in the studio. They're like, hey, we got a vocoder now. I am thinking about things. I don't know what he's saying. Make me happy. Fucking weird. But they they don't have anyone to tell them no. I know. They're just doing whatever feels fun. And the first time I heard this song, I was like, what the fuck? But then I was like, wait, I listen to Residence. <laughs> I imagine after they take, I think, I imagine they'd like do a part and then laugh in the studio. <laughs> like, I, I assume that they were just like, this is ridiculous like and this he, is so. F- like when he recorded that part, he was like, make me happy. <laughs> ah, let me hit that bong again. <laughs> Ooh, that's what's going on in this studio. We watched the Dog Police video, which I suggest everyone watches the Dog Police video. They look like a bunch of fucking stoners to me. And they're jazz artists. And you can see the... Smoke jazz cigarettes. The guy in the mask and the shirt that looks like Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby? Not Bing David Crosby. Crosby. I always want to say that. David Crosby. Yes. If you and want- I like to say David Dogsby. <laughs> You'll see him. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm going to tell people where to look. In the music video, you'll see the same shot at least four times where the dogs are like walking parading and they go around the side of a bar and then all these people join them as they're walking. If you look on uh, the left, at your left, as you're looking at the screen, you'll see a dog that is definitely supposed to be Dog Crosby. Is that what you said? <laughs> David Dogsby. <laughs> And I called him Dog Crosby. Both work technically. I think they both work very, very well. So, yeah, that was happy. Um, It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, okay. Do you like that song 
Or do you prefer the Pharrell song? Happy. Because I'm happy to die. That's a really good fucking question. Um, because I'm happy. Honestly, at age 38, I'm giving it to Pharrell. I would say too, that too. Pharrell's really fucking talented. It's going to at least make my ass move in a live setting. <laughs> like, that was a real struggle. Like, the art part of me and the contrarian and really wanted to be like, of course I would listen to Dog Police before that. Art! But then I was like, in my head, like, yeah, but you want to shake that ass. <laughs> you do like shaking that ass. I do like shaking that ass. Are we going to go out on We're some gonna go Statler out Brothers? On some Statler Brothers. Here we go. I don't know what the fuck this is. Is there a chorus that I would recognize? Yeah, that's where the lower... That's where the bass Whoa, comes was, in. Well, I'm not leaving until I hear this bass. It doesn't take long to get there, so yeah. you're fine. I wish I had such a low you voice. Oh. Right here. I wish I had a giantly low voice because it would mean I'd have a giant cock. All right. Have you seen pigs and have you seen those little tails? That doesn't always uh, coincide. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. Okay, listen up, people. This is an ad. If you, you if you want mattresses from the side of the road that aren't torn up or smell bad, I'm, I'm your guy. Hi, my name is... That doesn't matter what my name is, because I'm just a guy who gets mattresses on the side of the road and puts them in the back of his truck to sell it to you. Worried about tear? Don't worry about that, because I passed it up. You won't even notice the spring that's poking through... You, you worried about that stain? Don't worry. I'll put bleach on it, even if the mattress isn't white already. You worried about bugs? Don't worry. I went through and I picked it out clean like a ape, picking out another ape's back. It's fine, okay? I paid these people in this studio a lot of money to come talk to you about my mattress side of the road business. And if you people don't come buy mattresses from me, I'm going to lose a lot of money here. Now, I know it's not good business practice to put it on to buy customers like you, but Jesus fucking Christ, people, come on, this could be the sandwich. That's it? That's all I pay for? It's bullshit. Fuck. <laughs> That's very, very religious. 
he fucks for Jesus. I didn't say he doesn't fuck the shit out of his wife. I just that that guy lays. Fuck He lays a log. If that man. If that man's dick falls in the forest, would anyone know? Look at his face. Yeah, I know. Same guy for people can't hear. <laughs> I don't know the group's name, but that guy's name is Ken Turner, and I think I've played clips of him before on this podcast. Really? But Jesus Christ, that is intensely low. It's like it's almost not even a note at that point. It's just like a vibration that you can just hear going. So, do you think that's natural, or do you think he had to train his voice down a little bit? Like he was already a bass, um, obviously. He was already had a very low register, but from what I read and watched in interviews, he definitely has to train to get down there. But I he think can he do like, it. Holy I think shit. he was like physically already had an advantage to do it. He, he is he singing from his the head of his penis, and it's so <laughs> long that it it sounds like a a big what is that that thing that's like what are you talking about? It's not like an oboe, but is it? It's one of those big things that you blow into a bassoon. A bassoon? That's like a. It's like human sized. And it's got like a little tiny thing that you blow into. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it stands like taller than you when you sit down. But it's like a long black tube. Yes, sir. All long black things have deep voices. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, come on, get me out of this hole. Hey, hey. hey I'm digging you up. Hey. I'm digging you up. I'm pulling you and I'm digging you <laughs> up. I'm throwing you over my shoulder. Well, and then I'm climbing out of the hole. And then I'm digging a new hole hey, and putting what? you in that hole. And hey. then I'm going to cover it up. And then I'm gonna plant flowers, and then I'm gonna take some showers, and then shit on your grave. <laughs> I had a feeling it was gonna get to shitting on my grave eventually. It's the way that I like to live. I like to I, shit outside. It's the way I want things to be. All right, everyone, we're still trudging through dog police. Are you know, we trudging? We got trudging some, or we some winners. Dog we got police. some winners, and we got some spinners. No, that doesn't work. Anyway, we got six more tracks. Let's get it going. This next song is called we've got Music. Some winners and we've got some sinners. Music makes the people and the booze. Rock. <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> anyway, here you go. It's called Music. I don't remember what this song sounds like at all. Oh, yeah. It sounds like Devo. All right. This is the first song that I really start getting some vibes from a certain man. That I like to call Weird Al. This sounds like, you know, when Weird Al does pastiches. Yes. It's not general co. It's not just parodies of songs. Parodies of their style. Correct. And he did his Devo song, which was uh, "Dare to Be Stupid." Mm-hmm. This sounds like another like demo that Weird Al made. Like, like, is this the one that I'm going to write about? Is this going to be my Devo parody? Like, in my mind, he had five Devo possibilities, and this was like option C. It also had like a My Bologna feel there for a second. Definitely had a My Bologna feel there. 
even maybe in my Sharona feel. Nah. Never heard of it. There's that English guy's voice. I don't think there's an English guy in this band. It's just like their goofy voice. Probably just made him laugh. Maybe he had a character. He's like, I'm General Dog Police. <laughs> Maybe they just really liked LSD. And then they came up with really ridiculous things, but then they wanted to stick to it. They're like, we're going to do some LSD, and whatever we come up with, that's what we're doing. One of their albums is the Tommy, Tony Thomas trio. is called LST. So you, I love this part. Stick them in your... Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. <laughs> now this song, I'm back in. Uh-huh. This is like genuinely nicely weird enough. Like, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Sorry, the microphone fell there. I'm into it. The sounds aren't are, are intriguing to me. It's not just like jazz, blues kind of sounds where you get kind of monotonous like it did before. This is like totally devoted out. But like even weirder. It's like they were like, hey, you know how Devo's weird? We can be weirder. We're even nerdier. Look at us. Girls won't talk to us ever. And you watch the dog please video. They look weird. Especially the singer. Oh, guy. yeah. He's a goofy looking guy. Yeah, but he invites a lot of ladies to sit on his face. And not a one does. I don't know. I just think it's a questionable crew that does. <laughs> and he's like, I love pussy so much, I don't care. Everybody just sit down. A questionable crew. That's like, that's like the best band name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> We are the questionable crew. <laughs> yeah, specifically with that accent. Well, it's because this guy going, stick it in your ear. I love that. <laughs> I don't know why I love it so much, but every time I hear it, it brings me joy. Because it's just dumb. It's silly. It's, it's dumb for the sake of dumb. And it's silly for the sake of silly. But what they're playing... Like the bass player is fucking killing it right there. He was just going, but it just sounds like chaos and like dumb and silly and like stick it in your ear and like weird. Like I see the Weird Al set. Weird Al, Weird Al, Weird Al. I'm a damn fool. You're hitting oh, the wrong button. No, it's stuck. <laughs> oh, it's just pressing itself. Hold on. Is it going to light up again? I think we're good. Dang, you got to give me something better than that. It said it again when I, if I push anything, it also does God. It's no good. <laughs> it didn't that time. <laughs> no good. It worked there. You got that right, old man. What was his name? Fuck. I don't, he was talking about Sean. Yeah, he definitely was talking about Sean. I don't remember his name. All right. We're I don't care. This next song. Also has a music video. Now, if you really want to get a good look at the lead singer, that's definitely one to watch because he's staring at the screen the whole time. But this song is infectious. This song gets stuck in my head quite easily. It is called 1-800. I thought it'd start off faster than that. By the way, I haven't talked about the tones a lot of the drums. I love the fucking snare tone of this song. It's all very bright in this song. It's very bright. It's very, very like snary. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of that. There's like no ping at all. Okay, I'm not gonna say his name again, but it's the guy that I said a bunch last time. Alfred. I ain't no damn fool. 
It's weird. He sounds like he's singing. It almost sounds like Al singing on this fucking thing. Hi. I bet everyone listening to this is like, these guys are stupid. This this music is unlistenable, and Sam and Michelle are just trying to be positive. I find this to be enjoyable. No, this song fucking rules. There's a guy who's gotten into like Devo and shit lately. This is the weird new wave sounds I want. I want it to be about nothing. You had mentioned earlier how we heard the other song, the Dog Police song, and then we heard this, and it gave Peaks. hope. Yeah, yeah. I had the same exact feeling because I think we looked at each other and we were just like, is there something here that we're just not aware of? Yeah. And I think there was. In the long run, this album had surprises to every fucking song. Yeah, it's not all great, but I think I appreciate it. It's definitely and, a journey. And it's fun. It's a it's ride. It's just another one of those things to just laugh at. You don't have to listen to every song, but I think that you all should probably add the song Dog Police to a playlist. Absolutely. It's fucking Dog Police 1-800 Dog Police? <laughs> uh, a song that we're going to listen to in two songs. Oh, I don't know what you're doing. Oh, God. <laughs> don't you hear the weird Al tone in there? You don't have to press it. Ah, he's got... I don't make that connection really? with him. Really? Oh, no, I'm stuck talking like this guy. (laughs) And I brought it up when we were watching the two music videos. I wonder if those are actual similar tones, because didn't the different keys have different tones? Oh, yeah, they for sure did. So I wonder if that's correct or if that's just... No, I didn't tell you this. I went to a website that supposedly had the tones of phones still. Supposedly. And I pressed what it was, and it did not match the 1-800 tones that I was doing. Okay. So, like, right here, and I didn't even think about this until we watched the music video earlier. First time I've ever heard a phone solo... That's true. The only phone solo I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope, hope that it was an actual phone. I'm fine with if they took a sample of that phone tone and put it in a keyboard and they just have whatever note they need. But I want it to be the goddamn phone. I feel like the answer to this question I'm about to ask you is no, but I don't want that to change your idea do you think that dog police ever performed live because my guess is no i think i read that they did maybe two or three shows and just didn't really want to be the guys who wore dog masks while they had to perform and stuff which i think maybe you I want to say you don't have to wear the dog mask, but if you feel like you do, just do it for dog police only and then take the the masks off because... You just wear like top, the top half of a mask. Yeah, like go Les Claypool style. Or Something that top part doesn't actually get in the way of your yeah. mouth or your eyes. It's not like we didn't see their faces already as regular humans in the dog police video. Wearing masks is not a fun thing. When I was, It's rough. When I was a teen... And I wanted to be in a band, of course, especially when I was first into Slipknot. I wanted to be in a band that, like, just like 
a million other kids that were playing music then. Well, I want to be in a band that wears masks, too, because, you know, I don't have any vision of, of my own original thing to do. You all have to be inspired from something. That's not fair. I know. But the thought of having to do any of that kind of shit for a show seems just horribly annoying. I've got, I've got co-band members like in Green Jello that wear a bunch of shit like Tom. I do not envy Tom wearing that costume in any way, shape, or form. Now, he's way more popular than I am. People know that he's in the band. People want to take pictures with him, so he's rocking and rolling on that front. But for me, I'll put all that to the side to not have to put that shit on. I do want to say kudos to Tom's weird lipstick that he does oh. that will stain his face yeah. and be there the next he day. He commits. It's great. <laughs> he really does. And I love that there's people in this world that'll do that now. Mm-hmm. I'm just, turns out I'm just not one of them. <laughs> kudos to you, Tom. Good job, Tom. Good job, Tom. Good job, Tom. Uh, let's... Like even like Guar. Like I wanted to be in a band like Guar when I was younger. Thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta like spend 30 minutes before the show getting ready? That's me getting high before the show time. <laughs> that is one thing that I do think that I like about Green Jello is that it just allows... It's really a space to let people be like, let your freak flags fly. Do whatever Absolutely. you want. And I do think that that is neat. Although, like, I've never been in a band, so I don't know... How that would feel to be in a band, and the only the thing with me is anxiety. So if I were was on a stage with that many people, I think it would make me feel oh. like claustrophobic. I have I have seen people who I can tell are not used to like not doing things the normal way, and it stresses them the fuck. I think out. that would be me, but I I, res- I know it would be. <laughs> I, I do think that it's like it's a nice environment for the type of people that it appeals to. Yeah, and I respect it. It's just not necessarily my thing it's it's so funny seeing because it would make me feel so and i i've been there before and when people were coming out in the audience and they're like yeah you want to wear this and stuff and put this on i was like don't fucking even look at me (laughs) like i'm just trying to hide over here in the corner it's not easy to hide in a corner at one of those shows you'll get called out (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) what was i gonna say about i apologize oh it's so funny like the ones that always kind of get nerve not nervous but like Almost don't have a good time playing those shows or like get stressed out or like kind of snap at some people are usually the ones that are more professional and they're like, well, this isn't how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to do this and this and line up in here and I'm supposed to be mic'd and really you just got to be like, just be up here and look like a fucking idiot. That's, that's all you need to do is just look like an idiot. <laughs> that's the whole thing. And their brain can't do that. Like when I first started, I was like, am I supposed to be right here? Huh? And by, like, mid, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be where I'm at. If something happens, if something falls, if something breaks, I do not fucking care. It's not my responsibility. You learn real quick to just be like, it's chaos. Just let it be chaos. And if you try to contain that and put it under rules, you're either going to have a bad fucking time or you're going to expect stuff that you're never, ever going to get out of it. And you're going to have a bad time. So just... Enjoy chaos. <laughs> I just don't like people invading my personal space. And that's where oh. that chaos is. I yeah, would no. maybe immediately. I would just be like, I'm, I'm out. No, you come back and sit by me with the drums. That's like your best spot. If you came to the show, I'm going to stand by the bathroom door. <laughs> oh, I could go there, too. That's not a safe spot. Anyway, let's do this next song. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's called reproduce. And at the time, I don't know what song this is. Okay, I recognize this. 
don't remember much about this song right now, though. Wait. Zappa. You can tell they're big fans. This is just a song about people. So, like, 1 800, that was like a commentary for me, like, on buying shit constantly. Okay. Like, everything's got to be. Why go out in the world when I can just have things delivered yeah. to my door? Look what you ended up happening, buddy. No, I. Well, <laughs> COVID is what really changed that. So, I'm assuming this is like a commentary on this the mortal drive. You're only here to basically be a virus called human to grow on this earth. That's why this is all about becoming sentient computer robot people. But then they, it's if you're going to try and mimic being a human, it's impossible to not also feel. And then feelings are our downfall sometimes. Absolutely. I know that's why I've never put myself out there too much. Even though I've done things that I'm kind of, I'm grateful that I've done. Oh, I thought you were going to say horribly embarrassed, but. <laughs> oh, a lot of that. <laughs> it just comes with the territory of being a stupid idiot. You fucking moron. <laughs> I like stupid idiot. I think it's, I feel like they should cancel each other out, but they don't. It's just a double down. This song's okay. I, I I think idiot is like you're kind of clumsy, and you're just kind of like like a doofus. Doofus, yeah. I was gonna say you're kind of doofy, <laughs> but it, stupid is like unintelligent. Yeah. So if you combine the both, is that how the English language works? If you combine, combine the both, both. Mm-hmm. yeah, we're then, just, then we're you're, still just figuring stuff out. Then you're a stupid idiot like me. So this song also, it's fine. But still, it's not a it's not a strong enough song. It's not a strong enough song, and honestly, by now, my attention span every time I listen to this starts to fade around this moment. It's a, it, it is it's, another kind of fun um, like melody that'll get stuck in my head though. But it's not because it's anything special. It's just because it's upbeat and dun, dun. it's yeah. it's really just repetitive. And it feels like. Like a game show? Yeah, but it feels like 80s Zappa Fran- Valley Girl sound again. But all like all my favorite stuff has happened already, and I figured that out on the first listen. So each consecutive listen, my brain just sort of like didn't check out. I'm That's- still listening, but I'm just like, I'm ready for it to end after this part. Interesting. Um... I think that definitely changes with the next song, though. Just from... Oh. I'm still just poking. I'm poking. Look at me poke. We'll talk about it more when it starts playing, but it's just... It's It's silly. not because it's good. <laughs> it's just a weird fucking thing. I'm just going to play it. It's called Doggy Fashion. And this is terrifyingly bad to me. <laughs> it's very like Robert Palmer. Oh, yeah. It is. Or Shania Twain, right? Nope. <laughs> I've got some passion for my doggy passion. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Do 
Why all of a sudden is it like hum, and hum, and hum. Because they're exploring And doing everything ridiculous That they want to do it, I, I think I like it already more now One, because of the smile on your face But two I've really had an insight that this whole album Is like a collective of what the 80s was And like Commercialism. Yeah. So I think it's just almost a parody song of certain styles of music. It almost, to me, the voice sounds like the vocals sound like someone mocking someone. Yes. And I didn't even think about it that way. You mean like mocking someone? Like, yes. <laughs> like every time I've heard this song, I've thought of the guy that sings that. Uh, uh, like almost a Molly Hatchet vibe, but damn, I can't remember the guy's name. Wish I would remember things before I started talking about them. I don't think this song is terrible. I think it's on par with some other songs on here, like musically. But I think that for me, it's got a passion for the doggy fashion. <laughs> It's a, it's like a good song, but it's a song that I hope to never forget. This would be a song that would have been included on like a compilation for you from a friend. Please. <laughs> and you'd been like, I'm obsessed with this song. <laughs> I would play it for people and just start laughing hysterically. Well, they're like, they what the fuck is this? I'd be out of breath by the time the song actually started. <laughs> I can't believe I've turned as much as I have on this song. Because for me, like, you know, we're saying, like, we thought this would be a novelty album. For me, this was, like, the biggest novelty song on the whole goddamn thing. But now I think I think it still is, but I think there's a bigger commentary about it that I didn't realize before. So now it changes it, like, in my view. Like, it means it's satirical. something better to me now than it was yeah. before. Because to me before, it's just face value. A guy going... Got the passion for the doggy fashion. I need to think of it as three guys having a fucking good time, poking fun, but at also something. being good at like poking at shit, but not being like mean. No, just satire. Just yeah. Damn it, this is a good album. <laughs> I need to find this on eBay on vinyl. <laughs> Original release. Take a dog's chance. Take a dog's I... chance. There's like Thomas, Thomas Dolby, like science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I think it's very interesting. It's definitely in in the idea of doing like the podcast, but I think I also understand why it wasn't a hit. Oh yeah, no. Like even though it was maybe representing, even though it was sarcastically, if taking it at face value it, you could be like i like this because i like this other stuff and it's just like yeah. real 80s yeah it, as as it's about to become 1990 it's so really 80s okay so i don't know this for sure because the research on this album is kind of hard to find and oh it pissed me off i didn't tell you this so, research is hard to find or if like the information is hard to do. there's not a lot of information on this and what information is out there it's just rip Repetitive from other things. Now, I did find a uh, podcast interview 
with Tony Thomas. Was he the lead singer? Yes. Uh, but I couldn't listen to it. They had taken it down or it was an error or something. And I tried six different fucking websites that were trying to hold on to this episode. Because I was going to listen to the whole goddamn thing. And I could not listen to it. And it had like, in the dis- description of the episode, it's like, inside on how dog police was formed and like where the members are now and shit. And I was like, oh my God, I need to hear this. And it was not available. And it, you can find a lot of other episodes from this fucking podcast, but not part two of Revenge of the 80s, I believe is what it's called. Mm. God damn it. I was so excited. But I can't. Okay, this is why I brought this up. It's hard to find things about this. The last two songs that are about to come up may not have been on the original release. Oh. I think with the vinyl release, they added two more songs. Now, it makes sense to me on both of them because they don't sound, production-wise, the same. Especially the last song. Okay. But we listened to them anyway. This is only a 13 long... It's only 46 minutes long, this album, so I'm not going to cut two songs off of it. I don't remember the last song, but I remember also not just... Um, but yeah, the next song F and B Man sounds nothing like the rest of the yes. album. It so sounds. I do believe these were added. Okay, but yeah, the parts of this F and B Man that we're about to listen to would get stuck in my head as well, but not for reasons of the same. So right now, I'm getting ready to play a video game and an arcade. It reminds me of like the Beavis and Butthead video game. Or even like the Ren and Stippy video oh, game. I'm hoping I'm sitting down in a little thing and I'm getting ready to race. With, with pixels like Cruising USA? Baby, give it to me. <laughs> you want me to buy you Cruising USA? Yes. <laughs> okay. Not a fan of this song. I don't feel any, even on inside of what we've been talking about, this does not feel of any commentary. It sounds like they're maybe trying to make a fun of like bar music a little bit. That's the vibe that I get as well. I also understand but that's it really. Do it. It's also really hard to follow doggy fashion. The song is just <laughs> so good that anything after it is just gonna sound like you know dog mess. Um, dog mess. <laughs> was that a drop dead Fred reference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this song feels different it feels like i know why they took it off it just doesn't fit the vibe of the rest of the thing now it does fit the vibe of the album cover that like sleazy pinup girl kind of look i think it fits that but and i and what the fuck does f and b man stand for what's what's the f and what's the b fucking butts fucking butts man or farts and boobs I'm 38 years old, and the only things I can come up with are fucking butts and farts and boobs. <laughs> and that's why I'm I'm just looking at you like, oh, he's adorable. <laughs> what about like fentanyl and barbiturates, eh? You know what I'm saying? What is a barbiturate? I've never known what that's actually meant. I, I maybe it's it's just its own kind of thing. I'm not really sure. So because that yeah. was like that was that thing that used to be around, right? That everyone what did. Thing? 
We used to do a bunch of barbiturates. Quaaludes? Was it quaalude a barbiturate? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like barbiturates are more in the past than in the current, but I could be wrong. Barbiturates are a class of depressant drugs that are chemically derived from barbituric acid. They are effective when used medically as but have physical and psychological addiction potential as well as overdose potential. So now I'm going to write our quaaludes. <laughs> this song sucks. I don't know how you feel about it truly, but... I mean, I've, I've lost complete interest. I'm looking up if quaaludes are barbiturates. I don't know. That's a hard question to find out. Is it? It is when you're in a bad mood from F and B man. man. I also don't like this style of music, like that bar blues kind of style. It's never, ever been my style. I don't mind like some old blues, like. Robert Johnson y kind of stuff, but like this white fake bar blues, white dudes wearing sunglasses uh, shit just doesn't do it. Is for it me. fake or is it just, it doesn't feel like it's just your thing? Because I don't know that it's fake. I think I just it feels it. fake to me. It feels, okay, fake maybe not be the word, commercialized. That makes more sense. Like, uh, just made. The cheesiest version of that. You know, like when they would take like old soul songs and get like Buck Rogers or whoever to sing it. Buck Rogers. And it just like takes all spirit and vibe out of it. And like what made it special? I think that happened to blues as well and like rock and roll. And they both kind of morphed into the same thing where it's just like I, I call it bars blue, bar blues. Even though there's 12 bar blues and that's like a whole. Side thing. Yeah. There's like this creepy vibe, and usually there's a saxophone involved in it, just like on FNB Man, where it's just like, I don't know, it's just sleazy and and not sleazy in like a cool joint smoking way, sleazy in like a sweat and drink beer kind of way. <laughs> By the way, I was incorrect. According to this, Quaalude is a non barbiturate ah, hypnotic. Specifically. A non-barbiturate hypnotic. It's hypnotic? Apparently so. It's that fucking drink that people like. What the fuck are you talking about? That hypnotic drink. There's a hypnotic drink? Barbiturates are as a depressant drug used to help sleep, relieve anxiety, muscle spasms, and prevent seizures. So I'm probably probably (laughs) taking some form of a barbiturate. Well, hot damn, we got Barbiturate <laughs> Michelle over here. Hot damn. Hot damn. All right, we got one more song. I'm it's- on antidepressants, I'm on anti-anxiety medicine, and I'm on anti-seizure medicine. So I have three. Oh, you're definitely on some sort of Barbiturate. I'm all fucked up, man. You're probably on Barbiturates and non-Barbiturates. I, that's probably I the way to do it. I guess that everything that's not a Barbiturate would Is be a non-Barbiturate. Yeah, that's a good... That's so a good I'm point. taking lots of non-Barbiturates, too. You don't take too much. You take a lot of poops. But I eat, like, turkey and chicken. That's non-Barbiturates. I eat chicken nuggets. That's the same meat as the chicken from earlier, but it's also a non-Barbiturate. Unless you're buying chicken lips from the <laughs> store, I don't think it's the same meat. I buy chicken lips. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. 
No, I do not want the chicken breast or thighs. I want the lips. <laughs> Sir, they have beaks. Oh. <laughs> what? A chicken. They have beaks. Yeah, but there are lips in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do this last song. It's called Our Bob. And you're going to hear, it just does not, just like F&B Man, in my opinion, it does not sound like the rest of this album. Chickens have to have lips. They lay eggs. There have to be some beautiful lips down there. Talking about chicken pussy lips? <laughs> sure am. Now, why this has a more synth sound, it just, production-wise, it doesn't sound like it's on the same thing. It sounds like it was made on different stuff. Like it was a demo that they just found, and we're like, oh, we got more Dog Please stuff, and we have to fill up the rest of this vinyl, and we don't have enough music? Let's put that on there. To me. These last two songs, I agree, do sound disconnected from the whole rest of the album. Which they might have tried in production-wise to get ready for this vinyl release. You probably did remaster stuff, and they probably tried to make it. It's like part of mastering an album. It's not just getting the level of it. It's making it all kind of cohesive and sound like each other. Even if they're like drastically different songs. You still want to like have the same kind of chain together. Yeah, what a bad choice because Doggy Fashion was such a good song that they could have really ended the song. Yeah, Yeah, it was 11. 11? They should have ended with Doggy Fashion. And maybe it originally did. I bet it did. It probably started. I mean, they're called Dog Police, and the only two fucking things on here that have anything to do with dogs are Doggy Fashion and Dog Police. So why not open with Dog Police? And with doggy fashion. What the fuck is F and B man? That sounds nothing like a dog. It's not dog related. It's fucking butts, man! I told you. And then our bomb, unless that's a fart left by a dog. I, I mean, our dog lays some bombs, but she does, and we all do. I got crop dusted by one cat three times the other day. <laughs> our bomb. Yeah, this one has no connection to the rest of it. It almost sounds almost like these were so- discarded songs from the Tony, Tony, Tony group that they were in. I don't remember what the name was. I was wondering, where the <laughs> hell did this Tony, Tony, Tony thing come from? And I was like, oh, she's trying to say Tony Thomas Trio. <laughs> Makes sense. You want to hear some Tony Thomas Trio? I'd rather listen to Tony, 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 but whatever. That's fine. I wonder if it sounds similar to this stuff. No, it doesn't. I've already listened to it. I can play it for some for Barty, Barty, booty hole. In fact, I can do this because I don't care about You're this. You're not going to hurt song. anyone's feelings. No, no. I ain't no damn fool. <laughs> now, technically. It's no good. <laughs> no. Man. God you got to give me something better than that. <laughs> all right. They all fit. They work. <laughs> this is the Tony Thomas Trio, the actual jazz band. You can hear that they are actually pretty... I mean, I thought they were talented already. But. It's like Buddy Rich himself in there. The drummer sounds great. I like it. I don't know if I like it, the whole album, but I fucking like this vibe. It already has kind of like a zappa Eve feel, I think. Like, there's already like a weird style in there. Yeah. So it's not surprising at all if this was the bass. Dog Police makes total sense. If this is normal. Yeah, this is normal. 
This is like what they pour their heart, heart and soul into. <laughs> this is the concrete, and dog police are the uh, Halloween directions. <laughs> directions? Uh, that's not what they're called. They're decorations. Decorations, that's right. I couldn't think of it either. Decorations. Decorations. So that's it, everybody, for the album. Sure is. <laughs> So we are at the point of the podcast where I think you forgot your sticks. You forgot them in the kitchen, I believe, because you put them down. If you would like to go get them, I can make time go by and make people listen to me. Do you like the sound of my voice? Can I get as low as the guy before? I'm on to try. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's try that again. Seb's trying to find sticks. I want to be low you. I couldn't I wanna, find any sticks. I want to be low you. I want to be low. <laughs> Did you already do the song for me while I was gone? <laughs> I was just going into a trance of trying to go low and I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to try, and I couldn't really go anywhere. I come in. <laughs> I'm trying to go low. <laughs> Ridiculous and dumb. All right, let's 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 do this. You ready? Yeah! All right, here we go. Hey, did you like that? Hey, did you like that? Hey, did you like that? Hey, did you hate it? Hey, did you like that? Hey, did you like that? Hey, did you like it? Oh, did you want it to end? Woo! I didn't find the drumsticks, but I got this guitar. All right, Sam White. And it was in tune. I couldn't believe it. I'm not going to ask why you chose this, um, but God, I don't know where to start here because I don't know. Did we, did you ever say specifically what you thought before you actually listened to this of what you believe this might be? Or I would say, I mean, maybe we touched on it at least by saying that after hearing dog police, we heard 1-800 and then had some positive feelings from that but i don't think i i don't think either of us really spoke on what we expected okay i mean i from hearing 1-800 and dog police i thought maybe it'd just be more novelty-esque straightforward songs like they are and while that did kind of happen it really didn't happen at the same time like Way less more not way less novelty than I expected it to be. I thought I almost expected it to be a joke the whole time. And I still think it kinda is from the outside. Not to interject into your time. Yeah, but go ahead. Interject. I it does it still has the novelty feeling if that's how you want to interpret it, I guess. That's, it just seems yeah, like I it's agree. it's up in the air. It's a mobile. Uh there are a couple options mobile. on there. It's mobile. The one that spins around for a child. It's called a mobile. I'm pretty sure that that thing's called a mobile, and it spins around a baby's head, <laughs> and it has a couple different options. And if you want, you can be like, hey, this is novelty. And if you want, you can be like... It's deep. Hey, 
this is real. This makes some... <laughs> hey, this is real. <laughs> this feels good. And I feel like I connect to something that is higher than myself. Maybe it's the rooftop. Maybe it's a song. <laughs> Maybe it's both. Maybe, perhaps. Um, did you listen to this, The Minimum? Yes, I listened to the whole thing, The Minimum. But there were songs that I would listen to more than once, for sure. Or, like, I would watch... I've watched the music videos, like, five or six times this week. Oh, wow. Each one. Because they're just so fucking weird. I know I... There's that one shot that's in Dog Police over and over again. But I think that one shot is amazing. Like, it looks great. It's like steady cam action going on for a low-budget music video that was, like, not known until it won, like some basement garage tapes thing on MTV. Like it's it's interesting. I would much rather watch that vi- music video than a bunch of fucking music videos. I think as an outsider even it seems some background music to this. It seems <laughs> threw me off. Um shit. I had it, and then you did that. It made me laugh. And like I immediately lost what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucked you. No, you're fine. What were you just talking about? I don't know. I just wanted to play the guitar. <laughs> it was something about an interpretation from the outside without actually being into it, is what I was going to say. But if I wish I could remember what you were just saying about how they... It was like MTV, and they want a thing, and they weren't really known. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I had it for a second, but... I thought you did, too, there, visually. Oh, my God. Would you like to just move on? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> I'll remember when we're done and I'll just be like, I wasn't worth it. Least favorite song. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Do you know or would you like me to go first? I know. Okay. And for me, the whole time it's been our bomb. The whole time? The whole time it has been because I've also felt that even though things are weird at times inside, like throughout the album... Uh, maybe F&B Man is actually worse than this. Well, you want to choose this, and I'll choose F&B Man? <laughs> that way we can both talk we'll about just... how both these songs suck. Okay, yeah, the the, <clears throat> the end definitely feels like it doesn't belong. Ooh. And and this one. This, yeah, this one's worse. This one's way worse. This one's worse. F&B and Man. Okay, this is, this is definitely mine. I agree um, with you, F&B Man. But I guess it wasn't necessarily our bomb as much as it was just, I think this song really took me out. This song, doggy fashion, is the goddamn end of the album, and it's and it's clear doggy, it's the end. Of it's the album. silly, but it still is cohesive with, with like the album. with what's going on. This sounds it really does sound tacked on. It sounds tacky. It's not weird jazz guys. No, this is just this is very creepy, lazy, creepy jazz. It's guys. weird. Yeah, it's leisure suit Larry all over the place, <laughs> and like I think. Our bomb kind of gets hit extra hard because it's after this. And this has put such a bad taste in I my agree mouth with that, that our bomb gets like a little bit of unfair judgment on it. But I still don't think our bomb 
no, fits going with the rest back of and it. listening to it, it was better than... I, I, it's like I could immediately feel like, oh, wait, <laughs> this is not as bad as FNB Mayo. Most favorite song. Well, uh, you know, this is one of those albums where the hit is the hit. Without, without <laughs> deniability. So uh, I think, I don't know about you, but it's got to be. Oh, it is. The title of the band itself. Fucking... <laughs> Don't police. It's the motherfucking dog police. I forgot about that. I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't remember the lyrics, so I just started saying the motherfucking dog police, and then it stuck on you. And that's what we said. Well, we found out we both had actually been doing it separately. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, I've now that I know it, all I can do is sing actual lyrics. So I never even remember the motherfucking dog police. (laughs) Yeah, right. We we shifted to the real one. Dog police, we are the motherfucking dog police. This song is catchy. It was weird enough to get my interest going in what dog police even was. Even a band called Dog Police. What the fuck is happening? And then to see the music video at the same time. And then to actually listen to it without, you know, thinking novelty, they don't care. I think it's actually a good song. It gets stuck in my head. I like the fucking bass line. It's like strange. It's weird. It's creepy at times. It's got everything in it that Sam Eisert likes. Well, this is also my favorite song. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, And my input is that I think that I wouldn't have... I, I think... I used to, when I was younger, not like New Wave and stuff like this. It has taken you to ease me into this because this has always represented music. This and hair bands represent what I don't like about the 80s, really the most. Yeah. And honestly, there's a lot of New Wave that's not good. But my I've changed be in at least somewhat that I am much softer on it and i enjoy quite a bit of it at this point which there are always some songs like she blinded me with science that would Mm -hmm. i mean those were always there yeah that were fine but i guess to me the the 80s were novelty i don't know why very much so but To, to us who while we were born in there and like spent some time in the 80s it all seems like what you did what this is this is what was going on and i i like it but like, how did you not realize this is fucking ridiculous at the time? Yeah, and it, with how things changed in the eighties or in the nineties, it just seems like so much further apart than it actually was. And also, musically. I just thought of this while you're saying it. We were also we, which by the way, it's the what how thirtieth anniversary of nineteen ninety four, one of the best years of music, and the yes. one that we review the most. So like, we're into. We're into, like, we're growing up on music that's almost a little cynical of what just happened. You know what I mean? Like, Nirvana, it, like, kills 80s kind of stuff. It kills glam rock and all that shit. I also think of, like, uh, like R&B, which would, and, like, hip-hop, not just rap, but hip-hop, and then combining them together uh, there were different aspects of the 90s. There's heavy electronic music, which I guess never really went away. It just popped in in different forms yeah. every decade. Uh, so there was always different stuff happening that was also similar, but still different 
I guess. Like the nineties just to me seem so, like I said, just so far away from the eighties. I think the nineties and the seventies seem closer together. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think there's like even sixties, like there's a, a cynicism in the 90s that makes like anything from the 80s, you go like, ugh. And I think that impacted my opinion of New Wave and digital sounds for a long time. I think that was a similar I like attitude in the 60s and stuff. Yep. It was just like, don't listen to the man. Like, yep. Be your own person. Be free. Yep. And they think- But do exactly what we say. <laughs> always. <laughs> it's always that way. Don't listen. Don't be a part of a group. Be part but, of our but group. Be part of our group. <laughs> Absolutely. All the time. Um, and then I would say, would you recommend this to anyone, Sam? This album? No. This is not recommended for anyone. Um I would I would be I would gladly send someone the dog police YouTube video. And be like, you gotta fucking see this. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It's weird. It's kitschy. But handing someone this album is just never gonna happen. I'll you'd pay you to, tomorrow for a hamburger today. You'd have to be a known weirdo to me. Like if you've come up to me and you're talking like absolutely free Zappa stuff to me, and you start bringing out references of like weird Devo stuff, or if you start talking about like the residents, then yeah. I might bring up Dog Police and tell you to check out the album. Up until then, absolutely fucking not. I imagine you wouldn't say album, you'd say song. If a person's coming up to me and they like The Residence, I might say you gotta listen to the album because there's weird enough stuff on it throughout the whole thing. If, they might enjoy it. If someone came up to me and they were like, I really like The Residence, I was like, I'd be like, I was like, uh, I'd be like, you should listen to Primus. <laughs> they'd be like, yeah, I already do. That's how I got into the residence. I'd be like, man, I don't know what to tell you, this band Primus. If you like the residence, you might like Turns um, out the residents got their ideas from Primus. Yeah, they're pretty well known. <laughs> they're pretty beloved. I don't know. Primus sucks. Uh, zero out of ten all over the new wave synthesizer playing so kit. Uh, I'm going to go with a six. Rock and roll cats. There's some stuff on here that I don't ever want to hear again, but there's some shit on here that I'm going to listen to for the rest of my goddamn life. When anybody says 1-800-CALL-ATT to me, I'm going to go 1-800. People say 1-800-CALL-ATT to you. All the goddamn time. I walk down the street, which I also do all the goddamn time. And people are like, hey, Sam. And I go, what? And they say, 1-800-CALL-ATT. And I say, ha, ha. But from here on out, it's going to be like, ha, ha, 1-800. I'm an 800-collect girl. I don't fuck with ATT. I'm a guy who used it and went, Mom, pick me up. I'm ready. <laughs> and she didn't accept the charges. Bob, add a baby, eats a boy. Bob, add a baby, eats a boy. Uh, you gave it a six. Six. If I were to, if I were to judge this as novelty... I would give it a like, I don't know. That's weird to think Um, like in contrast, but I guess, I I guess when I trying to have a positive mind listening to this throughout the week, I guess I feel a little more critical now going through it with you for some reason. Um, So I'm just going to say five. Oh, okay. I think that some songs are strong. I think Dog Police is like a nine. 
Yeah. But I, I just don't think that I, I think it's really like half and half album wise. Half of it I is I could never listen to again. And half of it I would play every once in a while. It's kind of how I did in my head. Half of it's bad. Half of it's good. But the half that's good is giving me an extra point because Dog Police and 1-800 and uh, even, Doggy the, fashion. even the funniness of Doggy Fashion has gotten me. Are you middle class enough? No, I'm not. Turns out I'm actually poor. We are in the studio. <laughs> Turns out I'm Michelle, butch. We are poor. Well, duh. <laughs> Absolutely. I always oh thought God. I was middle class, but I'm not. Describe this album in one word. Hmm. Goofy. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to say risky. Oh, risky. Not risky, risky. <laughs> Come on, let me think of a sexy dog lady. Risky. Like in the video, you could just watch the video. There's a sexy dog lady in the dog police. That mask is that whole makeup effect is it's odd looking. Any any uh Anthropomorphized dog always looks strange. The only one that doesn't look strange is Goofy, and that's because he's a goddamn cartoon. But, like, if you watch the Dog Police show, starring Adam Sandler and Jeremy Piven, they are creepy! Especially, even, also, Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven! So we are finished with words. We are. We're finished. That was dog police. I hope you enjoyed dog it. police. That's an hour and 50 minutes of dog police. Eh, we're playing. Uh, I'm going to give you the next thing. Okay. It wasn't easy coming up with something, but this is something I put on a list to give you a while ago. And who cares? Maybe now's the time. I am going to give you the album Whatever and Ever Amen. It sounds like I'm going to say on, Randy on, Travis, on, but I'm not. Yeah, that's the song. Whatever and ever. No, that's forever and ever. Amen. Oh, okay. This is whatever and ever. Amen. Okay. Well, that was close. <laughs> this is by Ben Folds 5. Oh, okay. Interesting. The piano man himself. Yes. The one and only piano man. I think he wrote that song. He did. Billy. The only thing Billy Joel ever did was that... One album, that heavy metal album that we were doing. Now he did the Aristocrats soundtrack. That's the that's the only good thing he's ever done, as far as I'm concerned. What? He did that. Uh huh. The Aristocats or Kratz? Oh, I meant Cats. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I was like, there was a a Billy Joel he had that soundtrack to that documentary about a joke. Sweet Sapphire. So yeah. Well, right. um, thanks, guys. That was Dog Police. Thank you, everyone. What was it again? What we Ben Folds Five. Correct. Ben, Ben's Fold. No, Ben Folds Five. Got it. I think it's about cards. I don't think it is. I think you're wrong about that. Or closing people's hands into fists. Yeah, maybe. Well, let's get the fuck out of here. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Dog Police. Don't kill yourself unless you want to. Bye. <laughs>